the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Keeping you informed among the uninformed. Always Right Radio with Bob France on The Answer. 1037 now on AM 1420, The Answer. So through any of those means, an attacker can change the software running on the voting machine and cause the machine to produce whatever election results they want. Stop and think about that. These companies have created programs that can tell the machines how to interpret an election. It's like an artificial intelligence where whoever programs the machines controls the outcome of our country. This isn't about a political affiliation. It's about truth and the bedrock of our nation. We are all living in tyrannical times because of stolen elections. We are all suffering because of the enemy's plan to steal, kill, and destroy. So my question for you is this. Will you stand in the gap for the Lord and for people all over this country, even those who would never stand for you? Some powerful stuff. That is just a short video clip on the webpage standinginthegapfilm.com, which is dedicated to restoring, first of all, uncovering the fraud, and then most importantly, restoring election integrity in this country. If we cannot have faith in our elections, we cannot have faith in our leadership. If we don't have faith in our leadership, our country will cease to exist. David Clements joins us now. He's an attorney. He's a former award-winning business law professor and a prosecutor. He was a leader in trial teams that secured eight first-degree murder convictions, including murder members of the Arizona, or AZ Boys, rather, drug trafficking organization. Professor Clements now applies his vast evidentiary and courtroom experience to the realm of of elections. His advocacy has led to audits and canvassing operations being implemented across the country with some efforts resulting in the elimination of election machines that do facilitate fraud. David Clements has a special event and a special appearance in Medina tonight, 7 p.m. It's free. Uh, Standing in the gap with you. It's going to be at 7291 Stone Road in Medina, so you can learn more about the efforts to strengthen and restore election integrity. And Professor Clements joins us right now on AM 1420, The Answer. Professor, good morning. It's good to have you. How are you, sir? Good morning, Bob. It's good to be with you. You know, um, a lot of people continue to complain about 2020. Uh, I'm one of them. I don't make it an obsessive thing every day. Because I feel like that's kind of pointless at this at this juncture. What is not pointless is making sure it isn't repeated, making sure that future elections are not tainted uh, or stained with fraud or so much evidence of fraud, even if it is never declared to be such. Um, we can't let that happen again. And we've got an election now in about 50 days or so, uh, which is going to determine the future of this country by determining its legislative majority. Professor Clements, will we have free and fair elections in 50 days? Professor, are you still there? I think we lost him. Yeah, we dropped. 
We'll get him back on. Uh, oh, I don't know if you heard that question or not. I hope I don't have to repeat the whole thing again because I probably won't remember it. Uh, <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, that <clears throat> excuse me, that is the question as to whether or not the future of our elections can be secured. Looking back is one thing. Being angry and furious as President Trump is about the fraud that took place, uh, that is certainly you know realistic, and, and it's something that is very passionate and personal for him and for others. But the real question is now is can it be repeated, or will it be will it be stopped by the recognition and the uh, the evidence and the fact finding that is done by people like Professor David Clements, also the executive producer of the Standing in the Gap films, uh, Andrew McGarry, uh, will also be on hand tonight. Uh, that's the real question here: is is do you have faith in the upcoming elections? Because it's it's one we do have him back. Okay, I was going to say it's one thing <clears throat> to have uh, people on hand, as I said, to be. Um, precinct um, uh, of viewers and watchers, and uh, and to make sure that you are, if you are a volunteer at the uh, at the uh, polls, to make sure that things are going on on the up and up in person. But what you cannot see is what is being done by the machines. And Professor Clements is back with us now. Professor, did you uh, before the phone call dropped? Did you hear the question? Yeah, I, I heard you. And do you hear me now? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Go ahead. Okay. Sir. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm traveling, so I'm pulling over. I've got some bars here, so I apologize for that. No yeah, worries. So what, no worries. what we have to do is, is have a balance between learning the lessons of what subverted our elections in 2020, because you really can't fight in for, for uh, fair elections in 2022 or 2024 if we don't learn how the election system was subverted. So it's a little bit of both. It's like solving the murder to get some justice and to make sure that we minimize attacks going forward. Yeah, and, you know, to me, I don't think there can ever be justice for taking a presidential election away from what I believe to be, and I think a lot of evidence has proven to be uh, the rightful winner, because you can't you can't go back in time, and they're not going to undo the last year, year and a half, or the four years of what is the Biden presidency. So I don't think justice can ever be done. But the lessons that are learned from how it happened to prevent it from happening again have to be the focus. So can you talk just in general terms, I know you're going to be much more specific in the presentation tonight, uh, in Medina, but can you talk in just some general terms about some of that evidence that most on the left and in the mainstream media claim does not exist about the irregularities and about the um, the fallibility of the voting systems and the, and the voting machines? Well, first thing I would say is don't take my word for it. We've got curated clips of Democrats, Kamala Harris, Hillary Clinton, uh, you know, Amy Klobuchar, every single day. Uh, major di- Democrat went on record between 2016 and 2020 talking about the vulnerability of the election machines. And they stopped talking that way when Biden was installed. So both can't be true. If we're using the same machines and the same software that we did from 2016 to 2020, and every Democrat identified it, why aren't they being castigated as election deniers? Uh, the problem is, is that they, they like the system. They just don't like it when it doesn't, it's not uh, facilitating a selection of their preferred candidate. So, that's, Professor, that's let me interrupt you there. Let me interrupt you there, if I may, because um, I, th- these are things I think that are important to get out. I'm so glad you said what you said. We have heard so many of the Democrats, the, including the ones you just named, uh, questioning the integrity of the of the machines. If they were able to control the machines through AI, and I just played a clip of that from one of the, one of the clips on the uh, on the on the webpage uh, promoting the film. But if they can control the machines through AI, through algorithm writing, and so on and so forth, to make them recognize and thus change the outcomes, 
Why didn't they do that in 2016? Why didn't they? Why did they wait until 2020? No, they did. Here, here's the deal: they weren't prepared, though. You know, Donald Trump was presented problems. So, with, if you're going to deploy an algorithm or you know some type of formula to have machine-driven fraud, you have to have sufficient analytics to pull it off. And Trump, for whatever reason, appealed to people that never voted before. Typically, your pollsters will look at four out of four voters or three out of four voters. They will try to gauge metrics based on stuff that we've relied upon in the past. And Trump appealed to a whole host of people that never voted before, that people that never voted watched The Apprentice for 10 years and just loved the guy. And he appealed to independents, anti-establishment types. And so we were able to overwhelm the cheat that was in place in 2016. They also didn't have the sufficient architecture in place for a paper trail. You'll notice that in 2020, big difference was that you had the COVID pretext. So now you have, um, you know, ballot mules. You've got poll observers that are being sent home in the dark of night. You've got uh, a lessening of restrictions for uh, for mail-in ballots. People were voting from home. And so you had everything in place to basically give you the paper trail to cover up what was going on in the machines. And they just didn't have that in 2016. So, you know, what I think the, the establishment election cartel wants are lukewarm Republicans where they can predict with, with greater precision. So if you would have had a Mitt Romney run in 2016 or 2020, uh, none of us would be talking about this. It took a super, super popular candidate like Trump to expose the many, many cracks in the system. Fascinating information. We're talking with Professor David Clements, who is uh, going to be part of a presentation tonight, the featured part of a presentation tonight in Medina, talking about the stolen election of 2020 and, most importantly, how to prevent um, you know a reoccurrence of this or a recurrence of this in November at the midterms, and then again, of course, in 2024. So let's get back to that 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 you you were on your way to point number two when I interrupted you to ask you why it wasn't done in 2016. Point number two, uh, as I asked, whether or not you think we will have free and fair elections in 50 days i don't but i I think that what what you do is you do what you can to preserve what's left of your voice and so we have to give people a sober assessment that our systems are rigged we have to know that but that doesn't mean that you bow out and you don't participate in the process you're basically fighting for the most important property interest that you possess which is your voice and your voice is being chopped up it's being manipulated but there are ways to at least battle and preserve it until we can improve the terrain. And when I talk about improve the terrain, we need to get back to a paper-based voting system that everyone understands that we more or less did for over 200 years where we, we, uh, you know, we have greater oversight and transparency, and that's what we're pushing towards. So we can't sit at home and say, well, I'm not going to participate, because the reason why we, we, we're having such a, a huge revival and, and uh, understanding of our election systems is because people saw the corruption firsthand. So we were much more educated. So we secured a victory of sorts in the primary election in Arizona with Carrie Lake. Now, I understand Carrie Lake is a, is a generational talent. Not everyone has her name recognition, but they were instructing voters to hold on to their mail-in ballots, to not mail them in, hold on to them until Election Day. And better yet, wait until the afternoon to vote. So what you're doing is you're depriving folks that have ill intent towards election not, not have the metrics in place to to pull off a cheat. And for three days behind closed doors, all of the rhinos that were trying to make sure that Kerry Lake would lose couldn't pull it off. 
So there is a way to overwhelm the system. But what I want to tell people is you don't want to wait till election day to start working on overwhelming a system. But what you need to do is every two weeks go to your county commission meetings, appeal to them to get rid of these machines, to go to a paper-based system in local precincts, and then you have a better chance. So that's the future. If we want to have any hope for legitimate elections, we have to get back to the old way of doing things. Um, many would say the old way of doing things led us to the 2000 mess with chads and hanging chads. What do you say to that? It's a pretext. Uh, I think what they did is they created a controversy that really was a non-controversy. The, the hanging chad in, incident was a pretext to usher in the digital age of voting machines. And so I, I think it was, it's kind of like 9-11 was the pretext for the Patriot Act. You know, we, we've, we're all scared to death, and we end up creating a far greater problem in our election system than we used to have. So as bad as 2001 was, Bush versus Gore, it, it pales in comparison to what we opened the door to in 2020. Uh, and so what we've seen is greater control um, by machines at every level. So we now we used to have paper poll books where you'd sign out and get your ballot. Well, now those are networked and open to the uh, to the Internet. We used to have hand tabulation where you had uh, Democrat judges and Republican judges looking over each other's shoulders as you filled out a spreadsheet. Now that's done uh, by a networked computer. Uh, we used to do a local election night reporting in the community, and now that's been exported to these companies that have monopolies on, on uh, reporting your election results on election night. And each one of those is fraught with major, major vulnerability. So, uh, you know, I don't think you'll ever have a perfect system because, you know, sin is sin. Sin's as old as the garden. People will figure out a way to manipulate and exploit whatever system you have in place. But the machines, what they do is it puts greater trust in the hands of people that you don't know, that you can't see. And in particular, we're talking about third-party corporations, Dominion, ESNS, and basically, we are blindly trusting these, these groups, and we shouldn't because the CEO of Dominion, for instance, John Paulos, committed perjury about the machines not hooking up to the Internet. Eric Coomer, a former vice president, is a member of Antifa. So when you talk about trust, the trust paradigm, why would we put our elections in the hands of people that hate our country? I don't know. Uh, those are all very valid questions. I have so many follow-ups here, and we don't have enough time for all of them, but... Um... I guess we'll stay on the computers because I wanted to ask you about the mail-in balloting fraud. I wanted to ask you about the 2,000 mules. I wanted to ask you about the voter identification, uh, the voter rolls sure. that continue to have dead people and people who have moved who are still there, so the multiple votes are being cast. All of these things, but, but let's stay with the computer for a second. And how do you respond to people like Ohio's, and I know you're going across the country having these events and trying to open the eyes of the people. So stay here in Ohio. <clears throat> Our Secretary of State says, hey, man, our elections are great. Uh, we're still using Dominion voting systems. Uh, but he said, look, our, we've, we've had no problems at all. We cleaned up our voter rolls. We had President Trump won by eight points in both elections in 2016 and 2020. We didn't see the fraud that we saw in other cases. So we're going to stay with what got us here. Dominion is fine with, with, with us. How do citizens, how do 11, well, you wouldn't have 11 million. They're happy. Some of them they, they would be happy if there's fraud. But how do millions of Ohio voters who are concerned about that fraud and about Dominion and everything that you just said, what can they do if uh, if the Secretary of State makes the call here and he's perfectly happy with the way things are? Well, first thing I point, it's irrelevant what he thinks. He's a public servant. What matters is what his constituents think. It's what the people of Ohio think. And if the people of Ohio have no trust in Dominion, they need to demand a different system. And so right now the latest Rasmussen poll shows that 59% of all voters 
believe that you had uh, extensive fraud in the 2020 election. 50% of all voters going forward to 2022 believe that there will be widespread cheating that will affect the outcome of the elections. Those aren't my poll numbers. That's just what's out there. And whether he likes it or not, the entire election system has to be trustworthy, and it's not. And you're only as strong as your weakest link. So even, let's concede, let's say that Ohio does things better. Well, Dominion's being used, and fraud has existed in other states, and we've been deprived of a rightful president. So you're going to tell me that people in Ohio um, are happy that Biden was installed? Well, guess what? You, you played ball, Secretary of State. You allowed us to, to be subjected to this system. And he's wrong, by the way, because I, we actually did an audit in a red county that was making all the same claims that, that this gentleman is. And we found out that there was a 40% discrepancy rate between what people said at the door and what our official voter record said. And wow. we go to other places like Philadelphia, a 78% discrepancy rate in Allegheny County. So uh, it's a fiction. They keep parroting these dominion talking points. The reality is, is that the cheat is being deployed in every county. And, and what it tells me is that what happened with the Trump results that he's touting, that he, he did far better. So we don't have accurate weights and measures in these machines. And, and that's a scriptural reference because the Lord abominates inaccurate weights and measures. We need to have certainty that the results that we get on election night are, in fact, concrete, beyond reproach. And we don't have that in Ohio. We don't have that in any of the 50 states. Um, we are talking with uh, Professor David Clements. He is uh, going to be appearing tonight in Medina to talk about electoral integrity and election fraud. Um, one, one last one, because our time is short. Um, I talked about voter rolls. Um, can you give us your, your thoughts on the ERIC system, the Electronic Registration Information Center? Um, there's a piece that I read uh, from the American Policy Center that describes ERIC as the epicenter of voter fraud. Is that accurate in your mind? What is your opinion of that? Well, we're facing death by a thousand cuts, and Eric is definitely one of the big gashes uh, that we're seeing. And, and it's been presented as a is a tool to clean up our voter rolls. And so what happens, you've got members of Eric, and when you've got people that move from state to state, the idea is that they're going to clean up duplicate voters. The problem is, is that we're finding that everyone's voter registration numbers are going up everywhere. And I can't be true because you've got stagnant populations. You have declining populations, yet in every state, voter registration is skyrocketing at levels that are just impossible to believe. We've done a review of different voter rolls. We found out that voters from Washington State showed up in temporarily in the voter rolls of Pennsylvania and cast a vote, and then they were purged. Vice versa. We saw the same thing in Arizona. Arizona had people imported from South Carolina casting a vote in their elections and vice versa. So uh, what, what do each of those states have in common? They're all members of ERIC. And so uh, instead of cleaning up, what you're doing is creating a digital warehouse where in case of emergency, you can temporarily inflate and bulk up your voter rolls, have people cast a vote, and then purge those records and never have a trail that you can audit. Because most of your secretary of states and clerks do not take voter roll snapshots every two weeks or every month. And so it's very hard to be the detective to compare the changes in the digital record. We're starting to do that on our own. But Eric is absolutely dangerous. We had some success in Louisiana. They got Eric. Uh, Kyle Ardoan is the Secretary of State there. We're trying to encourage every SOS to get us out of that because, you know, the fact is this. Our voter rolls are filthy. They're filthy in Ohio. They're filthy everywhere. 
Professor David Clements, last question for you. Why do you do this? I look up your name, and I see, oh, this is the guy who was fired from New Mexico State University as a business uh, professor because you wouldn't adhere to the COVID policies, and you, you discouraged others from doing the same thing. You've been canceled for your, your beliefs. You've been canceled for standing up for freedom and liberty. I would stand and salute you for that. Others canceled you for that. And now, rather than drifting off after the COVID thing cost you your career at New Mexico State, here you are taking the slings and arrows again. Again, if you look up your name, you know, uh, fired professor spreading election myths across U.S. one town at a time. That's a Washington Post headline. Uh, (laughs) Ex-professor spreading election myths. All of these things going on. So why do you continue to fight after all of the personal damage that has been done to you? Well, for me, it's a personal calling. Um, I, I feel like my faith uh, instructed me, you know, basically I, I serve Jesus Christ. And I, I didn't expect any of this to happen in my life. I didn't expect to be uh, doing this. <laughs> I thought I'd be employed. I thought I would have my Cush professor job and, and see it through till retirement. Um, but I can't unsee what I've seen. And when I was a prosecutor for the better part of the decade, I had real victims. They weren't abstract. And, and the propaganda media doesn't define what the truth is. An unaccountable judge doesn't define what the truth is. Truth is truth. And when you see it, you advocate for it. And um, so I've got three small children. I love them. I want them to have um, a country that will afford them blessings like it did with me. Um, and I just see clearly that we have lost our country. And we, you've got a Biden regime that was installed. And um, we have already gone over the precipice. Everyone can see it with inflation, with supply chain problems, with uh, foreign policy debacles. We're an embarrassment. And so I don't care if the Washington Post wants to call me an election denier or conspiracy theorist because 59% of all voters are with me. They see it, they see this issue the way that I do. So now we're in the majority. And the propagandists are having a hard time keeping these lies alive. Distrust in mainstream media is at an all-time high. Distrust in big pharma is at an all-time high. Big media, all-time high. So we are winning this battle. And with good reason. They've earned it. They've earned all of that distrust, yeah. Professor, I'm out of time here, but I want to remind everybody about tonight. They can learn more about all of this and everything that you are doing uh, in Medina, 7291 Stone Road in Medina. It's a free event. I'm told that the venue can hold up to 1,000 people, so that's a phenomenal thing. Uh, I want people to uh, learn more. If you want more information about this, go to standinginthegapfilm.com. Professor David Clements will be there tonight uh, presenting all of this very important information about election integrity. And, Professor, I really appreciate you coming on here this morning. I hope you have a wonderful event tonight, and uh, keep up the good fight, sir. Thank you, sir. God bless. Thank you. God bless you, too. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.